You're listening to Literally, the podcast where you literally get a complete behind-the-scenes peek at a one-on-one business coaching relationship and the transformation that unfolds over the course of six months. I'm your host, Lacey Seitz, business mentor and success coach and the founder of A Lit Up Life. These are recordings of actual coaching sessions with one of my clients where you get to experience her journey right along with her and gain insight into building your own lit up life and the business that you desire. Hey guys, welcome to session 16. I cannot believe we are already on session 16. It is so, so cool to just see how far Allie has come and how awesome her journey has been. And I think this episode really illustrates it. We are talking a lot about scheduling, time blocking, how to get things done, what the best thing is for her. And I think it is just so cool to see the evolution of this conversation, of how Allie's interacting with it, of how her business has grown. And so I think that this will be really, really helpful to you, not only in seeing how things can shift, but also in seeing how you can start you know, managing projects and time in your business in a new way and how you can make it work for you. How you doing? I am good. How are you? Pretty good. Pretty good. Hanging in there. A better Monday than last Monday? Way better Monday. Good. good. Way better. I mean, not that I even knew. (laughs) (laughs) This is like a whole new Monday. I like it. Good. So give me an update. How you feeling? Um, I'm feeling good. Like weirdly, I <laughs> it shouldn't be weirdly. <laughs> it should feel like the new normal, but I feel like I'm good. Still in adjusting. All uh-huh. Yes. It's like, you know, when you keep waiting for the shoe to drop, even though it's not dropping. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. You're almost like looking around. Like you're like, I mean, good. Am I allowed to say that? Mm. Well, and or am I missing something? <laughs> I'm feeling good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so still good. Yes, we're we're still doing good. Everything is moving along with client work. Everything is moving along with the house. Summer's coming. I'm just yeah, feeling good. You no more snow. Oh God. <laughs> I hope not. I mean seriously, Lord. <laughs> And, you know, the week before Easter, it was like 80 and beautiful. So when we started packing, the first thing I packed away was our hats and our snow coats. Yeah. So um, I've been refusing to break open that box. <laughs> just like in protest, basically. So it's my fault that it keeps snowing. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully you are through that. So tell me what is feeling top of mind. Like I know we were talking schedule. I know you kind of gave me a little rundown in base camp. Tell me what your feeling is like the most kind of pressing thing on your mind. Well, I think it's kind of funny because, you know, I've been, I I was behind on listening to the podcast and I'm like, oh, (laughs) well, I stopped checking in on base camp. And then I thought, well, why did I start, start, stop that? Like, why did I stop just brain dumping and word vomiting to you all the time? And I Mm -hmm. think it's because I kept seeing all of those to-dos and I'm like, yeah, I'm half done with those. Mm -hmm. I'm half done with each of those. So, Mm -hmm. you know, me and my normal being, I just avoid things that I don't want to take care of. (laughs) 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 And I think that that's why I stopped like going in there all the time, not in a bad Mm -hmm. way, but it was easier for me to be like, well, I'll just keep pushing forward if I don't look at those. 
Mm-hmm. And now I've realized that I have a whole bunch of half done things. And now mm-hmm. I feel like I'm spinning my wheels of, okay, well, which one should I finish? Should I finish this? Should I finish this? Which one should I work on next? Should I just keep creating new? And I'm not feeling overwhelmed, but I've realized, okay, you've done this. Now what can we do before you feel like you didn't get anything done? <laughs> totally. That's a great way to think about it, right? Where it's like, I don't actually want to wait until I feel super crappy. I want to just deal with it on the front end and I know what my triggers are. And so I just need to pay attention to them, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's a big deal. It kind of is. I mean, the fact that I sat there going, well, I wonder why I did stop that. And at first I was like, well, you've been really busy. I mean, because I have. Mm -hmm. First, it was getting through all the client work that was very heavy all at the same time. And then, you know, everything with the house was a shit show. And now I'm like, okay, but those are just things. It didn't mean work stopped. So obviously you made the conscious decision to not do it. (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, yeah, I'm look at you changing me and the way that I'm reading things. I like it very much. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I also think that it's really helpful, too, because what you just did, and I just want to really point this out, is you were able to notice a pattern in yourself without making it wrong. So the thing that's so cool here that I just want to point out, because I really want every business owner to give themselves this gift, is that Allie is feeling good and noticing the pattern without making it wrong. Right? She's just looking at it with curiosity. Like, oh, interesting. I see this pattern here. Right, which is so helpful because it's what helps us feel better, make shifts, grow, all of those things without having to feel bad or beat herself up or feel guilty or any of those things, right? So when we can look at patterns with just like curiosity and interest, we are so quick to be able to shift them, okay? When we let seeing a pattern come up, make us feel bad, make us retract, make us feel like we're doing things wrong, we don't even really get the chance to shift the pattern, right? Because we're so focused now on how much we suck or, you know, how we shouldn't be having this problem again or how we're so crappy that this pattern is coming up. And so there's some irony that the more that we do that, the less we can actually make the changes and shifts. And the more we're just able to look at it with curiosity, the faster things shift and the faster we feel better and better. And so just whatever that is in your business, notice those times when you want to go into kind of like self-deprecation, when you want to make yourself wrong there and see if you can just look at it with curiosity, because I really feel like mastering that is one of the keys to growth and quick growth in business, because it just helps you address what's actually there instead of having to deal with all of the other shit that it brings up around it. And you can just move so much faster that way. Right. Do you see how that just happened? Uh Uh-huh. Yep. That's pretty big, right? It really is. Yes. You're not like, you know, I should have all of these done and I should have been checking in more. You're just like, oh, this is curious. This is interesting. Right. Well, why did you do that? So interesting. Yeah. Mm. Oh, mm, look at you. About what? Three weeks ago? Four weeks ago? I would have been like, what am I doing wrong? How did I let this happen? Why am I not on top of everything? <laughs> totally. Why do I feel so bad? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Exclamation yep. point. <laughs> and you're like, mostly it's fine. I just probably should figure that out. Mm. Well, and I think what I've also realized is that I like to do these things, but then once it gets into, and I think I kind of said this last week of, 
or maybe I said it in base camp, but so I started like, I need to send my VA, you know, like get her involved in the um, client process and those weekly check-ins. And then I started working on that. And I'm like, Oh, you need to finish all of those email templates. Oh, then you need to create these mm-hmm. videos. And it just started being like more and more tasks that I'm like, okay, what can I get done now? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Instead of wanting to finish that one. <laughs> right. It's right. like when it got to be too many things that I had to keep adding, I was like, okay, well, let's just move on to something else. It seems simpler. <laughs> is it because it felt like I don't know the steps or is it because it felt like I'm too overwhelmed looking at them or like what makes you want to move on at that point? Time consuming. I mean, like Time I'm very proud trigger. of myself that I don't like, I know I, I am not feeling like I don't know how to do it and get it to her. Okay. Well, that's I know, good. Right. Mm-hmm. Look at that. But it's just time blocking. And I think that that's where originally when I had commented, like, okay, I think I need to learn yeah. how to time block or like figure out my calendar. Yeah. But I think it's more of, I need to figure out how to include these into my week instead of trying to just do everything every single day if that makes sense. So when I would look at this, I'd be like, damn, that's a lot of steps. I don't have time for that. What can I fit in? So I was never prioritizing them. Yep. And I think this is something that's helpful to hear and say, and also frustrating to hear and say, so stick with me. (laughs) Um, Once your business grows past a certain point or gets to a certain level, let's say, you're never going to have like a full like chunk of time for projects like that. Right. Yeah. You know, there's always something else that's going to be like, quote unquote, competing for that attention. I'm not saying you could never block that out, but like in general, like the more your business grows and you have more team, more clients, more things happening, the less ease you're going to have of like, oh, well, I'll just wait until I have this four hour window. (laughs) That never comes. (laughs) Does that make sense? Well, I'm not sure why I have you in my corner then. <laughs> we were just going to lay this out magically what are you? and I'd be like, yeah. What are you here for? <laughs> it's so Damn true, it. right? I don't know what the it fuck I'm so doing true. over here. <laughs> it's so funny. Um, but, but I think that's good to um, see where it's not like you're missing something or you're not doing it right or whatever. It's just like your business has grown to a point where you have multiple things going on all the time. So the likelihood that that chunk of time is going to pop up is just lower. And so we get to decide, okay, do we want to like really, really, really block out all these things to make sure that chunk of time happens? Or do we want to do a little bit of um, each step when you have the time? And like, there's not really a right or wrong answer to that. But you definitely want to be intentional about which one feels better. Does that make sense? One of the trade-offs of growth in your business, which is awesome, right, is that often you'll find that you have less time for these big chunks of free project space, right? So it's important to be really intentional about it. You know, the great thing about having growth, marketing more, having more discovery calls, having more clients, all of that is that... Those things just take your time and you have less of these like big stretches of like four hours to dive into something. And that is not a problem. That is just a trade off of it. Right. 
It doesn't mean that you can't ever block that off, but you're just going to happen upon for a free hour as much less frequently in your business. And so just being really intentional about cool, how can I use the time that I do have or cool, when can I block that time off is going to be really important. If you're just sort of waiting to like clear the deck so that it happens, <laughs> you're going to find yourself kind of just never getting stuff done. Like that's what I noticed with so many clients is that, you know, they think, well, if I can just get all this stuff on my plate done, then, you know, the deck is clear and I'll be able to focus on that. But like, again, as you have a big business and it grows, like it keeps refilling itself, so to speak. So my reminder here is that that's okay. That's just a trade-off and just being a lot more intentional about what that time looks like and what you can do with the time you have is going to be one of the most crucial things as you grow. Yeah. And I know where I struggle and this is where I, what I, I tried to like verbalize in base camp was I, I don't know how to prioritize. I mean, I do when it comes mm-hmm. to client work, because like, I know when I told this person I would have something to them or, you know, like, right. But when it comes to my stuff, I tend to, okay, well, I should update my, um, welcome packet templates because I am still getting mm-hmm. sales for that, but it's not to my current audience. So if I'm thinking about passive income, then that should be the first step. But then I'm like, well, I don't know, maybe I should be working on this course or maybe I should be finishing this with the VA. Like that's where, <laughs> see, <laughs> I'm like priority. I know I can fit it into my week. I just need, like, I don't know where to start. I guess. Right, right, right. Totally. Mm-hmm. So you want to just go through this list? Yeah, sure. You sound so <laughs> Are you so pulling sure up the one in base camp? I know, because I'm like, Jesus, I haven't yeah, checked yeah, yeah. this out for a while. <laughs> no, I have the list that you sent me in base camp. Oh, no. Like my to-do's li- to-do list in base camp. I didn't even include okay. all yeah, of Okay, yeah. Let's go through yours first. Does that make sense? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. So we're basically talking about like new copy challenge, brand collateral, moved, and workflow. Yeah. 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 Oh, it's I'm just trying to read what I wrote. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm agreeing. Like I can't tell if you're like very upset or very unsure or what. Okay, good. Nope. Um, so when I look at these, what comes up for me? As like priority number one is getting the new copy on your site. Okay. And I'll tell you why. Because everything else revolves around that. So the challenge, what would we be sending them to? Right. Website. Working with you. Website. Yep. Right? Yes. Um, the brand collateral is part of the website package stuff, right? Yeah, it's the after. Right. The workflow kind of same after I've gone to the website and bought from you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't matter if you don't have clients. <laughs> <laughs> There's that. Yes. Mm-hmm. So that's helpful to see where you just can almost like that's how you can prioritize is like what has to happen before a lot of these happen or where do a lot of these lead? Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. So. Let's just start there for one second. So we're going to start with getting the all the website copies written. It's literally just updating it, right? Yes. 
So what has to happen for that to happen? Um, I just, honestly, I think I just need like an afternoon block and I can whip that out. I just did never know. Okay. Yeah. No excuses. I just didn't do it yet because I thought other things came first. Totally. And I think what's even helpful there is like, can I just have a project block? And then I decide what goes there. Mm-hmm. Each time. But it forces me to make the decision. Does that make sense? It does, yeah. So in the absence of that, like, I'm just not going to block the time off. Mm-hmm. Do you see what I'm saying there? Like, if I don't have the time, or if I don't have the decision made, I won't block the time off. And if I don't have the time blocked off, I won't make the decision. <laughs> yes. Yep. And that's that's exactly what I do. Yeah. And then it's a loop. So it's like, well, I just let, we can decide, but it's like, I just always have Tuesday afternoons blocked off for projects. Mm -hmm. So this week that project happens to be website copy next week. It can be this next week. It can be this, but it it kind of like quote unquote forces the decision, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. What do you think about that? Mm -hmm. I like that idea. Okay. When do you want to do it? Well, that's okay. So Mondays I've been trying to take (laughs) to finish up my ramble time. Get ready. Grab popcorn. Um, So I've been trying to take Mondays to up, like finish up my social media because I can't right now. I can't get it all done on the weekends with Beckett's sports stuff. Um, Because, you know, all I do is drive him around. Um, sure. <laughs> a full-time chauffeur. That's my life. And the summer's only going <laughs> So, um, that is what I've been trying to do on Mondays and then, um, wrap up like tiny things that clients send o- over the weekend, if that makes sense. So like one client tried to launch her yep. site, but there's always some settings. So I always try to leave space for that. And then my social media. Um, so I don't, what I've been thinking is if I bookend the week, like really do all mm-hmm, of my client mm-hmm. work in the middle and then leave Mondays and Fridays for a little bit of client work and then focus on Allie B. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I love and, it. So okay, Monday is ask your, your content day and Friday is your project day is what we're saying. Yeah. But here, here's my question okay. on this. And this is why I'm a little bit okay. hung up and probably because I'm getting it in my own head. Mondays and Fridays are typically, get ready, when school is out. So it also gives me that extra cushion that I'm not losing out on client work time. Yep. Because I've realized, like, I kind of forgot last week that I didn't have school on Friday. And I still had client work to do. Mm-hmm. And that made it impossible. Mm-hmm. So, you you know, I don't like to do it. But I had to send the message over the weekend of, hey, Sorry about it. It's coming early this week. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I feel like so what's if the I leave those extra- Is that okay? Or- well, yeah. Like, I didn't want to be making excuses and putting Allie B projects on the, well, if it gets done, it, it does. If not, no big deal, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, listen, I think that the nice thing about that is that those are just more flexible things. Mm-hmm. 
fundamentally like your business projects are more flexible than a client project, right? Right. Yes. Doesn't mean they're less important. It just means there's more flexibility, right? Yeah. Yeah. So for example, for me, the same is true in my business. Like my business stuff is just more flexible than a client call. Mm-hmm. Right? Like we just have to be here on Mondays at two. That's the thing, right? <laughs> yes. Um, yep. But like I could do my content on Mondays at eight or Mondays at 10 or Tuesdays at five. Like it doesn't matter, right? Right. So we want to like use that flexibility to our advantage. So if school was out on Friday and you didn't get to the project, then like the flexibility looks like maybe I do do that part of the time I'm like at Beckett's activity this weekend. Maybe I do take an hour on Sunday morning to do that. Maybe I do move something around on Monday. Like it's, it's not deprioritizing it. It's just letting it be more flexible. So kind of how I was saying earlier about having to be so intentional about it, that's why I really like having a project block on your calendar because it forces you really to prioritize and move those things that are really important but not urgent forward, right? So if you never have the like quote unquote project block, you're just always going to be able to fill your plate with stuff, right? There's always going to be things you can randomly do, right? But if you have this time where you're like, every two weeks, I have a two-hour block for the most important project in my business, then when it comes to that time, you're going to have to be really intentional about deciding what should go in here and what is the priority, right? Which is really, really useful because if not, that time is just so quick to get spent, you know, answering this email, doing this other random thing, updating this thing, because we're picking things that we feel like we can get done in 10 minutes here and there versus being really intentional about projects and priorities. So I highly recommend, even if it's once a month, it really doesn't matter, but just having that project block on your calendar that really forces you into a decision about what's, you know, needs to go there and what's most important in your business. It's going to help you really prioritize those things that are going to make huge differences in your business long-term, but aren't those like quick, urgent 10 minute response kind of things that we can so often get trapped in. Okay. Yes. What do you think about that? Yeah, that makes absolute total sense. Feels feels lighter too, right? Because then you're not having to do the client email thing. You're just having to do move something on your own calendar thing. Yes. Yep. Yep. Now, (laughs) here's my caveat. (laughs) You still have to move it on your calendar. (laughs) Right. Yes. You know, because the tempting thing to do is then be like, oh, well, we didn't get to it. Okay, whatever. You know, like that's the level we don't want to get to where it's so deprioritized that it doesn't matter. And that's what I've been falling into. And obviously I went out of that cycle, but I keep feeling this huge hesitation to do anything with the calendar. (laughs) And I don't know why. I wish I could get past that. Well, let me talk to you about two things. One is definitely the calendar, but the other thing is I also think that for you, it feels like it has to be a really big chunk of time. Does that make sense? Yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It does. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I think that we might have to shift too because it might just be really hard to always fit those in. 
But like, I'm just making this up. I don't, I don't know. But like, say on Monday, you get your content done quick and you didn't have a lot come in over the weekend. You could effectively have an hour to do something project related mm-hmm. for your business, right? Yes. But if I felt like it had to be this big thing and I needed three hours set aside and whatever, then I, I really just waste that hour. Yep. And I don't actually get into like the project. Does that make sense? Yes. The theme of this podcast episode is Alicia saying yes and yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're, you're not, you're not giving me a lot there. Mm-hmm. Well, that's because you're just right. Yes. I, I do oh, like good. to feel Perfect. that I, I need four enough. hours <laughs> to work on something. <laughs> hmm And that's mm-hmm. what I think we have to start shifting a little bit because you're growing beyond that point. Oh, I don't know how much more I can grow. No, I mean like shift and mentally. <laughs> I'm just kidding, but yes. <laughs> You're like, fuck you. I am mentally grown. <laughs> we are done here. I'm done growing mentally. <laughs> Just tell me how to do it. That one. No, I'm kidding. Um, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and okay. So here's something for you. I have been tossing an idea around because, you know, I like to have takes. <laughs> I'm never good at writing a social media like grouping in the first take. And then I always come back to it. And this is why it keeps seeping into Mondays. So I thought about taking my first half hour every day and writing like two posts instead of feeling like I need to sit down and write all of my posts for the week and then my blog post and then my email, not the blog post, but like you know, getting all of that ready, I feel like I need yep. this gigantic chunk and then it is, yep. it feels overwhelming on the weekend and then it goes into Monday. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I've been thinking about that. I, I would say two things there. One is like, I like that. The only caveat would be, can we make sure that's happening a week ahead? So it's not like if I don't write today, something doesn't go out. Mm. Yes. That's what I need to do. I need to get a week ahead again and then be able to start that. Yep. Because yep. right mm. now what's happening is I'm like finishing up the week and then I post like Monday, sometimes Monday and Tuesday, and then I get it to my VA. Sooner or later, that process is not going to work because she's going to need more of an advance notice. So For I sure. want to kill that now anyway. Yes. Yep. Yep. Yeah, totally. I think that works fine. Like, I think that again, this, this might just be the new habit to work into, which is like, everything is going to have to happen in little chunks instead of big chunks, especially as Beckett's schedule is getting busier and all that kind of stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. Personally. And I mean, obviously to each their own, you try and see what works for you. That's how I run my business. I don't remember the last time I had just like a huge project chunk. I'm like, oh, great. I have an hour. Like, this is what's happening. And that's like how things move forward. Yeah. And I probably waste a lot of time, like you said, with those little hours that I'm like, well, what should I do? And then I look for things to do and then takes 20 minutes to get into it. And then I'm like, Oh, time's up. (laughs) Absolutely. And it's usually not the thing you actually need to do. (laughs) It's whatever fits into that hour. (laughs) 
You mean shopping right? around, maybe? <laughs> I mean, that seems important. So I don't mean that actually. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, you know what I mean, right? Like it's like some random ass thing in your business. And it's like the only reason I even did it was because I knew it was going to take 10 minutes versus like, what if I had written one of the emails in that sequence in 10 minutes? Right. You I, know, I, I've been thinking that it might help me get over this. Well, you have a four hour block, so you can write and delete this. How many times? <laughs> yes, that's, that would be great. <laughs> and it helps you with the, what you were saying, which is like, I always like a second take. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm not like, oh, four hours to write it all. Plus give it a second take plus, plus, plus. Right. Mm. Right. Yeah. It's like an hour here to write these two emails an hour tomorrow to double check them. And then, you know, maybe three hours on Friday to finish it out. But like, it's still happening more in bite-sized pieces. Mm-hmm. Yes. Which is right okay, up my alley. Mm-hmm. And, and again, like just to reinforce, I think also it's just where your life and business are headed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Beckett's got a lot going on. Y'all are moving. Your business is more full than ever. Like it's almost adjusting to that. I definitely talked about this earlier, but just want to reinforce it here one more time. But there is such a trap that happens of feeling like we need four hours of time. So wasting lots of hours waiting for it. Right. So it's like, if I need, think I need four hours to complete this, but my day is just more full because my business is, you know, growing and I only have an hour today. Then what most of us tend to do self-included is fuck around during that hour. Right. When we really could have gotten a quarter of the project done in that time. Right. And so it's so easy to lose sight of that. And it's so easy to let those 30 minute chunks, hour chunks that you have come up, just kind of get wasted in terms of feeling like, well, I can't dive into this yet. But so something I work on with a lot of my clients is really feeling into like, what does this project look like broken down? And how can you take that hour to do a piece of it? Like if the project looks like create often, write email sequence, record video, Well, yeah, you probably need four hours for that, but like, could that one hour you have this week go to recording that video? Could that other hour go to writing two of the emails, whatever that is, right? And when you can see that and when you can be more intentional about that, it's really easy to still move projects forward in your business. But if you keep waiting for those, that four hours to show up, it's really unlikely you're going to find it. And then what so often happens is even if it does show up, we still have other things coming in and out during that time. Like our team needs something or, you know, a client needs something or whatever. And so then we almost feel like we're back at square one. Like, oh shoot, I had that four hours, but then I got distracted with these things. And so now I don't. And it's just so easy to keep falling in that trap versus feeling into what is one piece of this that I can accomplish right now. Okay, good. Tell me about the calendar piece. <laughs> this feels relevant. <laughs> I know. Oh, I'm like annoyed with myself. This up. So I've realized that I, <laughs> me and this realization shit, I like to, so I book new clients and I do the whole welcoming 
And then for some reason, I really hesitate adding them to ClickUp and like getting that whole thing planned out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I don't know if it's because I still have a block around like due dates. I don't know mm-hmm. if it just makes it feel heavy because I mean, I don't mm-hmm. think it feels that way. I'm excited about every new client. I don't know if it's just that adding more things to that calendar that I have to look at makes me feel crazy busy and then overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. So like the mm-hmm. less things on there, the more I feel in control. I don't know what it is, but I don't like to put things in there. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh huh. Yep. Okay. Let me ask you this. I'll tell you what's coming up for me. Mm. You remember this little thing that happened with the email? (laughs) When I deleted that? You know. (laughs) This whole thing where, like, you know, you had, like, all your email coming to one place. You know. Anyway, that. I'm wondering if the calendar thing is a little bit like that. Okay. And here's what I mean I'm listening. I feel like we almost need, like, an Alicia calendar and then an Allie B calendar. <laughs> yes. Which right. I have so that. The Ali- okay. And so I think you need to be a little more focused on the Alicia calendar and only on the Allie B calendar when you can actually do an Allie B client project. Yes. I, I think that, so I have like my workflow broken down into every single step, right? And then when I add all those due dates, there's so much in like a task list and the homepage and then on the calendar. That's what I don't like looking at. So I Mm -hmm. don't want to put things on there. My, my Alicia calendar, Mm -hmm. like our personal life is nowhere in there. It's on, it's on the wall in the kitchen. It's in my planner. Not the same. Okay. It's yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Hear me out. Yeah. Yeah. I think we need an interim one, right? Where it's like your business calendar, but not all your tasks. Does that make sense? Okay. No. So like, I'm just, I'm just <laughs> going to use this as an example. Yeah. So it's like you have a Google calendar that has like Monday mornings from, again, making shit up here. Monday mornings from 10 to 12 is blocked for content. Monday afternoons from one to three is blocked for client projects, then three on is blocked because that's when you go get back it. Then Tuesday mornings, one hour in the morning is blocked for content and then two hours are blocked for client projects and then so on and so forth. So then when you're on that two hour block for client projects, that's when you go into the ClickUp calendar. Okay. And see what needs to be done versus like any time you're in the business, you're looking at this 5,000 long to-do list. Yeah, that's why I just don't even like to open it. (laughs) Right. Because Mm -hmm. that makes me feel like, okay, well, then all of these tasks don't make priority, as in my Allie B tasks, because I'm like, look at all this shit that I have to do. Okay. Exactly. I'm following you. Right. So you know how with, like, email, it's like the reason email feels more chill now is because you look when you can answer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The reason the calendar would feel more chill is because you look when you can do the calendar projects. But if I'm looking at that, but I need to do a content thing, I'm I'm never going to do the content thing. 
No, I'm always second-guessing what I should be doing. Right, exactly. Okay, so I'm just going to talk this through because I like a paper planner. So if I paper plan, because then I actually have the days that Beckett's out of school written on my damn planner, you know? And that would come yep, up okay. Christmas. Yep, totally. <laughs> Hence why I wouldn't have forgot last Friday. <laughs> um, <laughs> God. I'm not kidding. We were laying in bed going to bed Thursday night. And Pickett's like, is tomorrow a school day? I'm like, ah, oh, shit. <laughs> no, it's not. That's fine. You're like, yeah, well, oh, no. Mm-mm. Nope, sure isn't. Um, anyway, so if I block all of these time blocks, and like my appointments and stuff like that in my paper planner. And then I only go into click up when I have like that two hour block to see the to do's that I have. Yep. Is that what yep. you're saying? Exactly. Wow. Okay. So in your paper calendar, like it would say again, like made up times, but like 10 to 12 on Mondays, I r- write and review my content. Mm hmm. And that and would make me feel you don't even a lot fucking better. look at. <laughs> yeah, you don't even fucking look at ClickUp. <laughs> oh, right. Remember, in your previous podcast seasons, you were like, "Put everything on a calendar," and I'm like, "Tried that, not happening." <laughs> but I think well, if I just put like client block, that would feel so much different to me than I was trying to like micromanage it of writing down exactly what I was doing for which client. You kind of are putting everything on the calendar, though. Does that make sense? Like, everything that needs to happen is on that written calendar. And by everything, I mean client project. (laughs) I don't mean, like, the 30 steps of that client project. Does that make sense? Yes. And that's where I didn't like it before, because then if I didn't accomplish all of those, I felt like I was failing. Right. Yeah. Totally. So I think this is like a really good in between where like I'm only looking at the task list when I'm ready to do the tasks. Okay. Yeah. Look at you radically shifting my life. So good. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes, that's a good meet in the middle for me because the type A organization yeah. freak of me is dying without the organization. But apparently I'm also a rebel. <laughs> Well, the the point that we want the calendar to do, and I think this is worth saying, is to remove decision fatigue. Yep. So if I just know, like, oh, I look at my paper planner and, like, this is what I do Monday morning. This is when I check email. This is when I go and click up. This is when I work on client stuff. Then I don't have to re-decide all day, and I'm not waiting for this, like, big four-hour chunk. Yeah. So that's all we're trying to do is like remove decision fatigue there. Mm -hmm. And then when you get in click up for client stuff, you same thing, decision fatigue is removed. You know what you need to do there. So it doesn't mean like, you know, mindset shit's never going to come up or whatever, but you're just creating a more seamless process throughout your day. Yes. So you're utilizing more of the time versus like, Almost like looking at that big long list, redeciding, 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 mm-hmm. feeling overwhelmed, waiting for the bit. You know what I'm saying, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, 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 yes. 
Okay. And then what gets exciting is that your paper planner, aside from like Beckett's um, changing schedule, is going to start to look the same most weeks, and then it just becomes a habit. Mm-hmm. Right, where it's just like Mondays at 10, I'm just like kind of always doing the same thing for the most part. Something I really want to illustrate here is that paying attention to what's working for someone as a coach is so important. And you just get to know your people better and better over time. Like obviously Allie and I are at session 16, so I just know her a lot better now. I've gotten to know like what works for her, what doesn't, things like that. And so that's why I'm a really big fan of the paper planner for her. I would not necessarily say that would be true for every client in every case. It just really makes sense based on things that we know about her right now, right? So things that we know are that, you know, when she's seeing all of those notifications, checking all of those emails, the things that, you know, we had seen before this, like having those emails coming in 24 seven, et cetera, feels really, really, really stressful for her. That's what makes her want to avoid planning, right? But when she can just handle it when she needs to handle it and can kind of see it in front of her in a really simplistic way, seems to be working a lot better for her. So that's why I'm like a big fan of the paper planner here for her, because it helps to accomplish those things that we see helping her so much in other areas. So two things there. One, you know, pay attention to what works for your people as the coach and really see how we can apply that to other things versus kind of having a rigid view of it. And then same for yourself. Like if you know certain things are working really well in one area, see how you can apply it to other areas, right? All we're doing here is going, okay, we need a little separation. We need you to only be able to see the thing you need to do that day and not a huge list, so on and so forth. That's where the paper planner is really going to come in here. So pay attention to what's working. That's the whole point of business is we can adjust and adapt and test and tweak based on the things that are making us feel best and working best. And that's exactly what's going on here. Yes, that excites me. See, you don't just calendar, right? Look at you. I know. Yeah. Okay. Because even this morning... I was having a conversation with myself because I'm the expert and I, so I I know I told you this, like three years ago, I decided I was going to start working out again. So, you know, I did the Mm hundred days straight and I, I always bring this up of, well, why can't you start a new habit? Look what you did with that. And it was so easy. And now you don't Mm -hmm. miss a day, even when you have issues. So I'm like, okay, you're just have you have to just start using a damn calendar. Like you have to do this, just power through. <laughs> I hated it. Like I kept resisting it. Mm. This, okay. Mm-hmm. Maybe I need to challenge myself for like two weeks straight. Yeah. That's how it turned into a hundred days. Okay, two week calendar challenge. And then let's talk about what happens if you don't do the thing written in the calendar. Yeah, let's talk about that. What happens? <laughs> I don't know. You tell me. <laughs> oh, I I have to find time somewhere else. Mm, okay. I was really going for you don't beat yourself up. Mm. Oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say that, but then I thought I was like failing on not getting things done. Um, put on the spot. I don't know. Um, yes, no, I, 
if I if it if I don't get it done and it has to shift to a Sunday, it's okay. Yeah, like I exactly. I've already because before you know I was like God I don't work weekends I don't work nights like I have my family I made this promise to myself and you're like why are you making it wrong? So I stopped doing that. Mm-hmm. If yeah. Beckett wants to sit and watch his damn YouTube, who am I to judge? I'll go work. It's fine. I mean, not that. I'm that <laughs> If that's what makes him happy for 30 minutes. No, I get what you're saying. Like if one night he's like, I want to like entertain myself for 30 minutes. You don't want to, and it would feel good for you to work. You don't want to make that wrong. Just like you don't want to make it wrong. If like he wants to hang out with you and you aren't working, you know? Mm -hmm. Yep. This feels good. Lacey. Nailed it. Mm. I mean, email was your crowning glory. I don't know if you can surpass that. I don't know. I'm going to be really interested to see because the, like, the email one's hard to talk, but <laughs> the calendar one might be good too. It might. But you know, it's really funny because, right, like that's the point of working with a coach, especially over a longer period of time, is we figure out like what, what works for you, what makes sense for you, what is, you know, your hot button, what actually makes it all flow. And I think what the email thing taught us is like, you do really well if you don't have all this shit in your face when you can't handle it. Mm-hmm. Yep. So that's just like a good lesson here. So that's why we're applying it to the calendar, which is like we need you to not be looking at ClickUp when you can't do stuff in ClickUp because that's what's making you feel shitty. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, I'm already sitting here looking at my computer going, you need to remove that desktop app. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's going to be done. That would be great. Yep. Mm-hmm. Why is that there? That's got to go. It does. It needs to go. Because I look at it all the time like, oh, you haven't checked in today. And, you know, I would even like challenge you. Same thing with Basecamp. Like, you know that you can see the campfire chat section of Basecamp without seeing the to-do section. Oh, interesting. I didn't know that. Right? Like, you could just click on just campfire. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yep. Yeah, just have that open. Don't even look at the to-dos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Yep. What do you think? Yes. And I, I need to start getting better about that again. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And, like, I'll only look at to-dos when I ha- am in a project time to do those to-dos. Yeah. And also, I can get myself set up with some time. Not on the calendar to right now. But, like... Oh, the actual steps to getting the sales page up and ready. Yeah. And then put that in ClickUp because I can check in on that when I have Allie and B time. Instead yes, of me being like, exactly. uh, I'm going to work on this right now. Okay, well, what? <laughs> and your resistance to doing that has been, I don't want to add more, right? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I don't want to add more to no, my plate. Yeah. Gotcha. Kind of cool. That is exciting. Okay new challenge what do you feel like is the next priority so we know it's the (laughs) we're back to the sales page so then (laughs) yeah so then what do you feel like it is after that because you just said the sales page is an example so that like jogged my jogged my head there oh okay so first it's updating my website copy because yes that needs to be done um second i the sales page i'm working on with my copywriter so that's just, I'm kind of waiting for her time period on that. Okay. Oh, Lord. See, this is where I'm like, I don't know what's next. What's top priority? 
Because <laughs> to me, I'm like, well, I need to do that. But then this would be nice if this was done. Um, okay. Which one would be nice? Well, like, so I separated out the design collateral. You know, like, it's not part of my pack or package anymore, the brand right. collateral. Yeah. But I just haven't created, like, that download or the website page to actually right. share it with clients that I've completed their projects. Yep. Mm-hmm. So to me, I'm like, okay, well, that's missing the next step in that workflow. And I haven't completed that yet. And those are the things that I really do love to design too. Guess what? That was going to be my answer too. Yay. Okay. Right. Because, and again, just to talk it through, like the reason that makes the most sense is because the other thing, like the challenge, for example, just brings in more clients. Mm -hmm. Okay. But if I haven't gotten that back end thing set up where I'm grabbing all the clients I'm already serving, what what's the point? And as we all know, like people that you've already worked with are more likely to buy from you again. Bingo. Yes. Right? So what what you're really doing is getting all of the like offer stuff set up because you do have a consistent flow of clients coming in. Right. So since we have a consistent flow of clients, like, of course, we want to get the website done because we have consistent stream of people going there. Then, of course, we want to get the brand collateral thing because we have a consistent flow of clients coming through the business. Right. Mm -hmm. Then we want to get the VA workflow finalized because we have a consistent (laughs) stream of clients coming through the business. Right. Mm -hmm. And then last would be the challenge to then you know, continue to build off of that. But like, also when we talked about the challenge that you weren't booked out for three months. Right. So that stuff changes. The challenge might now just be something to capture emails. So when you book out even further, you have more opportunity there. It might be something to set you up for the group program. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, look, I can check this one off. Ooh. Okay. Yes. So I have three priorities written down. In in the in that order? Yes. Mm-hmm. Update website, brand collateral, BA workflow. Yep. Mm-hmm. How does that feel? That feels good. That That stops me from spinning and then just not deciding because that's what I like to do as well. Exactly. And, you know, what's nice about it too is once you know, like I'm, <laughs> it's, it sounds bad, but it's true. I'm not moving on to the brand collateral thing until I get this website updated. <laughs> then it makes you want to do it more. Yeah. Yep. Right. It kind of like pushes you in a, in a slightly different way where if it's like, oh, I could do that or I could do this or I could whatever, it doesn't put any urgency behind some of it. Yep. But when you can see like, oh man, I can't get to that brand collateral thing, which I really want to be doing more of until I freaking get this website updated. Like, okay, like, let me just get that done. Right on. Yep. So true. So true. So it's like kind of easy, huh? Yeah. Look at this priority list making. I know. And you know what I want to share with you too that I think is really important here is like how how you're going about it. 
several things that happened in this process. Number one, you didn't actually make yourself wrong. <laughs> right? right. Number two, you sent me a message very clearly aware of where you were at and what you needed to figure out. So it wasn't just like, I have no idea. Oh my gosh, I don't know. It was like, hey, I, I have these four things. They all seem kind of important. I probably just need a little support to figure out what's the priority. Mm-hmm. Isn't that so different from how you would have approached that before? Like, just tell me what to do. I have no idea. Versus like, nope, totally not doing it wrong. Totally not making myself wrong. But for context, here's where we're at in the business. Here are the things that are kind of half done. Need support and processing. Yeah. And I think like, Part of that, of why I didn't want to check into the to-dos was (laughs) before, not that you did this, I like to make up stories. I thought Mm. maybe you were judging me that I didn't have these to-dos done. (laughs) (laughs) So then she, that Lacey in your head sounds like a bitch. I know. And it's just easier for me to ignore that Lacey. (laughs) (laughs) tell her to be quiet and I mean Jesus that wasn't happening obviously and yeah yeah I'm I'm glad that I'm catching myself on these things because that's true like I didn't make it wrong I was just like all right so I worked on these things which I did I worked on all of them totally just not to completion (laughs) so yes also again I just want to keep reinforcing this too. Like not that it's the only reason, but like your life and business have also continued to change quite rapidly. You got booked out really fast. You had the house thing that was completely unexpected. Like a lot of things happened there. So just like remembering that that's okay, that we're not always going to look at things through the same lens a month later. Right. But yes, I'm also proud of you for calling yourself out on that and just being like, I can see how that's what I'm thinking. And I also know it's not true. So I'm just going to handle it. Right. Yep. Instead of like, oh, no, she's for sure, it. <laughs> she's for sure thinking I'm the shittiest client. <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. And it's it's good that you could even separate that where you could see like, OK, that's not true. And I'm not going to now make myself out to be a shitty client either. Yeah. Right? I'm doing amazing. One thing I want to talk about here is how normal it is to kind of worry about your coach's judgment. I think like anytime we're just like being super vulnerable with someone else and, you know, really putting ourselves out there and having them see like what we're getting done, what we're not, what we're struggling with, what we're, you know, hung up on, all those things can be really, really easy to get in our heads about that. So it's totally normal. However, The best way to handle that is to just bring it to them. Like if you are feeling that at all, like bring that to session, say, Hey, I'm really feeling this because typically what we mean (laughs) when we're saying this is I'm judging myself about this. So usually if a client, you know, brings that to me, I'm like, well, I'm not judging you at all. I don't care, but I assume that you're judging yourself here. So what can we talk through? Right. And so it's just a really good opening. You know, we're like, Allie, you know, can think I'm judging her because she's not getting tasks done, but she's really judging herself in so many ways there. And so it's easy to kind of assume others are, but it's also such a good mindset opportunity, such a good coaching opportunity. So just wanted to really, really say like, if you are worried about that, so normal and such an opportunity to bring it to your coach to process through and to really look at the ways you're judging yourself around that and how you can really be kind to yourself and shift those two. 
it's so funny to me to, to like think about even yeah like two months ago how I would have thought about all of that completely different mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what would you have thought mm-hmm. well I would have made myself really shitty because I wasn't getting things done and then I would have created yep. an even bigger story about how you thought I was a failure <laughs> <laughs> And then I would have just not wanted to talk to you because I didn't want to hear about how I was a failure. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Totally. And then like felt unsupported and like in a worse place. Yeah. Yes. So, so cool to see that difference where you're like, nope, even if she's mad at me, I can handle that conversation. Oh, turns out she's not actually <laughs> mad at me at all. Oh, it turns out I actually didn't fuck anything up. Like, it happened so fast now, yes. right? Mm. Yeah. I am so excited for you on that because that is where, like, all the growth in business comes from because now, like, look at what we were able to accomplish because of that. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're going to use the planner. Oh, you're going to prioritize in this way. Okay, cool. Like, they're probably all going to be done within a month. Mm. <laughs> probably. I mean... Yeah, once I just put that down there, because I like to check things off and getting them done. <laughs> right. Yes. And, like, none of them are, like, so huge that, like, they're going to take weeks of time. It's really just about kind of, like, making the space for it. It is, yes. And just making it a priority. Yeah, and not having to make the space for all of them on the same week. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a big one, too, right? Like. You don't have to think about anything else until website copy is updated on the site. Does that feel free? It does, because I like to be focused, obviously. Like, that's how I function best. So, yeah, seeing a list of things makes me not feel focused. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't it so funny that, like, It's just like the little things and we just have to like adjust to our own personalities. But again, like what I was saying before, seeing that big list of things in your email, seeing that big list on ClickUp, especially when you can't do anything about it, like you just know that that's your trigger point Mm -hmm. and like that doesn't serve you. And so we just get to like adjust around that. We don't have to like make that wrong. We just have to go, oh, like that's not how you function best. Like how do we make some adjustments here? And I'm going to say something like wildly crazy. Uh-oh. Okay. Hit me. I think that I have my workflow broken down too much mm. for my brain. Okay. Yes. Because I, very into that statement. I, very into that statement. I don't need a reminder to send this email and update this. All that does to me is give me more to-dos. Mm. And I don't like that. <laughs> because it makes the list very long. So I've realized that Maybe that's also a thing. Like, I hate spending all of this time putting all these due dates on all this shit that, duh, I'm going to, of course, send that email. Mm-hmm. And I, I thought if I had all of these, every single little thing, it would help me stay organized. But instead, it's just making me want to avoid. Mm-hmm. That's a personality thing. Oh, my God. I'm obsessed with that. Mm-hmm. How freeing is that? I really think that will help me want to give it to a VA too, because I don't need to have every single thing listed out because I, it's already part of my process. Like it's just muscle memory by now, you know, like 
It's not like some other designer is coming into my process and has to know every single step. No. But if Chelsea can jump in, Chelsea might be a, sorry, like if she can jump in and know where I'm at each week with a client, then she can start doing those client check-ins instead of me being uh-huh. like, like if she saw it right now, she'd be like, well, she needs to send four emails and you know, like that doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Is that kind of nuts or what? It is nuts because I've always been so type A, but then I always overcomplicated things as well. Yeah. Well, I think what is happening here, and you tell me if this feels true, but it's like you are actually back in that self-trust place more because you're like, you like were lacking in trusting yourself so much that you felt like you needed it to do for every single step so that you didn't fuck it up, basically. Mm -hmm. Yep. And now you're like, I'm just not going to fuck that up. Like, I always send that email. It's freaking fine. I trust myself. Yep. Right? That is the magic of self-trust. Like, I don't have to make all this extra work because I just trust myself that I'm going to get that done. Yes. Yep. And I can trust myself that I can communicate with my clients. Like, before there were so many educational emails to send throughout the workflow. And instead, like, I think what also came to realization for me when I started working on all of these was I wanted to simplify it. Like, it just Mm -hmm. felt kind of like when you said you brought it up with the whole copy thing, the more information you give them, the more questions they're going to ask. Yeah. And I like the more I went to write these emails, I'm like, God, I just feel like I'm asking for trouble (laughs) sometimes because it's kind of getting off topic of let's finish this. What are your changes? I was always offering more. Sure. So, yeah. Okay. Look at that. Look at you just changing me. For sure. I love it. And I think that's so helpful to see, too. I love that you said asking for trouble because that's, like, the perfect way to put it, right? Where you, like, want them to stay focused and then your emails are taking them (laughs) off track. And you're like, I wonder why this feels bad. Well, and I mean, like, okay. So, first off, I completely understand the educational part of this as well. Oh, yeah. But I've, it's one of those things of, I've done so much education, I've taken all of these courses, I've hired all of these people, you know, and then I've like, made this, for lack of a better term, shit show workflow that I have, (laughs) based on what all of these people have told me. And you helping me realize to trust myself, instead of well, maybe you should educate on this or you should do this or you should add this that works for different people. It wasn't working for me because me trying to educate was me tossing in the kitchen sink. So I really want to illustrate how cool it is to see that self-trust happening for Allie of not needing as many steps in her workflow and really trusting herself to simplify here. Like this is what we're talking about when we say business can be easeful, right? When I trust myself more, things feel easier. When I trust myself more, I can create more ease in my process and in my systems because it doesn't have to be that complicated. Like typically when I'm setting up all these complications, it's because I don't trust myself and then business feels really, really hard, right? So when we're talking about ease and we're talking about like business can feel easy, all of these things, like this is literally the example of it, right? Which is like 
that you trust yourself more, which allows you to make things simpler and easier, which creates a different experience of business as a whole. So it can seem so simple, right? It can seem like, oh, we're just taking some steps out of a workflow, but it's so much bigger than that because it's like, we're really making the whole process easier. I'm really deeply trusting myself that this can be simple, that this can be easy, that I'm not gonna fuck it up and it's kind of all good. And that vibe in business is everything and it's what makes things so, so, so much easier to move forward with, to work through and to just feel easeful around. Mm-hmm. And then they have like all the questions about the kitchen sink and everything in it. And you're like, well, fuck, I'm not equipped to answer all of these questions. Well, do you, I think I talked about it on here that at one point, um, everybody was asking me for a marketing plan. Well, how do I launch yeah. the site? And so then I went to one of the groups that I was in that I'd taken this course, right? And they were like, well, why won't you provide that? Why can't you? And I'm like, well, why do I have to? I'm not a marketer. Right. And then I felt like, okay, well, now I need to add this in. I need to add in a launch plan. I need to, do I need to create a calendar? You know, like, but no, no, I don't. Mm-mm. No, you sure don't. <laughs> <laughs> you sure don't. Um, okay. So isn't it funny that like, I don't, I don't remember. It must have been two weeks three weeks ago where you were like, it was when you got the house. So I guess it had to be at least three, but you were like, I mean, I have really nailed this self-trust thing in life. I just wish it was here in the business more. Damn it. Now it showed up. (laughs) There she is. She right here. She's here. How fun is that? It's pretty fun. I mean, I am just beaming over here. Oh, wow. Guess what came in? Uh, my gold stars. Do you want me to send you one? <laughs> oh my gosh, yes. How fun. You so deserve it. I also them. You need all the gold you stars. You know, you had put it as a task a long time ago and I just skipped over it of the best year yet gift to yourself, you know? Uh-huh. And I finally ordered it. And it's coming this week. <sighs> I got myself a Lindsay letter print that I've been dying for, but I would never let myself do these things. Oh my gosh. I want you to send it to me. I want to see a picture when it comes in. Got my frame and everything. So proud of you. So I am learning how to celebrate myself. So. Right. It's like really crazy. It's nuts. Um, Okay, so let let me just ask you this last question. Yeah. Where does the update your workflow fall into the priorities? Um, that would be part of the VA workflow. Okay, cool. Done. Yes. So I just want to make sure we don't have to make that. Like, so that decision is even clearer too. You're not like, well, fuck, now I added one more thing and I don't know where no, that Yeah, is. that needs to be part of that. Yeah. Done. So awesome. You are doing amazing. Boom, boom. You were pretty much crushing it. <laughs> okay. Nailing that self-trust thing. <laughs> it's there. It, it is. Growing that business. All the things. Yes. Yep. So proud of you. And no crying for like three weeks now. <laughs> Set it. <laughs> Record. Know, right. You're due for a good cry. <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> A happy crash. We could maybe do that. Good. Okay. Keep me posted. I will put this stuff in. Reach out to me and base camp since you don't have to avoid it. <laughs> yes. Yep. <laughs> I will. 
And I will talk to you soon. Have a beautiful week. You too. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Literally. I would love to hear your thoughts on the podcast, so please leave us a review. Each month, I'll be picking reviewers to give a free session of their own to as a thank you. And remember, sharing is caring. If you know someone who'd benefit from this podcast on their own entrepreneurial journey, please share it with them. What I know we need more of in this world is women living let up lives and running businesses they love and are beautifully compensated for. If you want to hear more stories of women who have gotten killer results in their business, plus the mindset strategy and execution that got them there, download my free case study series, The Client Files. You'll read about several women's unique journeys to success and exactly how they did it. Plus, you'll be inspired to find the path that fits you. Just go to alituplife.com forward slash clients to sign up.